Hello, we're back at Tech Talks Podcast, the TechLoRite YouTube channel. And thank you for stopping in and thank you for um, coming back every Monday. Thank you for being faithful. And if you're new here, thank you so much for stopping by and letting me bless you. All right, before we start, um, I think we should pray. And it's always a good start. And um, let's just do that real quick. Dear Lord, thank you so much for this time. Thank you for my new friends. Thank you for allowing me to have an opportunity to bless them. Lord, show me your wisdom. Help the people on the other end to receive your wisdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so normally on Tech Talks, we go through some books, and I share my highlighted moments, and we talk about that. And this time, we're in my... Um, woman's devotional that I wrote, and I'm really excited to share with you guys in my little things matter. Those little things make a big difference. Um, devotional and um, yes, I know it says for women, but if you're a dude here, you're welcome because this is all um, borrowed wisdom from the Lord. So I just, I just pray that it blesses you and that you stick around and listen. Okay. So here we are in my book and uh, we're in chapter 11 and chapter 11 is called Joyous Trust. Okay, so let me try to read here. <clears throat> I, gotta switch. I gotta switch hands. <laughs> okay, Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, and thanks, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Okay, so for one of my fall semesters that I did my podcast um, book was called uh, Jesus, Man of Joy by Sherwood Wirt. Um, now, he has, has long passed, but I, I came across his book through another book, and I was really drawn to it because I think, honestly, a lot of us think of Jesus as a sorrowful man, but really, in reality, he was and is a joyful man and joyful God. And I read in there, and I... I started chewing on this little word phrase called joyous trust. And it really spoke loud to me because I think God was like convicting me a little bit and asked me, Tekla, do you have joyous trust? And I'm like, well, what do you mean by that? God, what are you, what are you talking about? What does that look like? What does that mean? And he was like, well, do you wait joyfully for me? Do you wait faithfully or do you moan and groan and worry and fret and start to complain and even doubt me or do you have a choice trust and I'm like "Ooh, okay well let me think back okay so I thought back on some moments and I'm like you know God I hate to say it but I'm I don't really think I do have a joyous trust and he's like okay why and I'm like oh, you know why he's but do you know why and I'm like okay do I really know why? <laughs> and I started thinking and I'm like, no, God, because I think my joyous trust is well, the reason why I don't, I lack it or whatever. I, I think the reason why is because things haven't gone my way. And of course, like everybody else, when things don't go my way, I pout, I feel sorry. I have a little pity party, if you will. 
I start acting like my children. <laughs> Who's reflecting here? Who? Like, are they reflecting me or am I reflecting them? Mm, don't answer that. I can hear him complaining around. This is real life, you guys. I'm, I'm down below in my basement trying to record and I hear, I, I hear James reprimanding somebody. Anyway, joy is trust. You know, honestly, I think joy is trust is having a good heart attitude while you're waiting on the Lord. Plain and simple, and that is it. But it's so hard not to complain, right? It's so hard not to complain, and I try not to complain. And it's like I, I fall in that temptation of complaining, but the Lord doesn't want us to really complain, which I understand now as a parent. When I hear my uh, my kids complain, I'm just like, oh my gosh, would you stop the whining? Would you stop the, you know, pity party? And I'm like, whoa, wait a second, why, why aren't I practicing what I preach? You know what I'm saying? And so, um, so yeah, joy, jo a joyous trust really truly means having a good heart check, having a good heart check on, on your attitude when you're waiting for God or when things aren't going your way. Honestly, I have to say it's a good heart check, but it's a check that God wants us to pursue. God wants us to pursue a joyous trust because, because really he wants us to trust him. He wants us to learn from him. And let me, let me tell you what he wants us to learn from him. And let me see if I can find it here. My, my, um, chapter, um, <clears throat> I'll just read to you a real quick paragraph. To me, this is what joyous trust is. Jesus wasn't bitter on his journey to the cross. He wasn't resentful on his journey to the cross. He had to have joy living in his heart on the way to the cross. In his mind and in his heart, he was focused on you and me. We were the goal or the prize to be won. He brought the antidote or no. Yeah, he brought the antidote to sin, which is forgiveness and being washed by the blood and being claimed by his name, Jesus. And he did it with joyous trust in his father. So basically what I'm trying to say is, look, if our Lord can have a joyous trust at the very dark in the very dark time of his life in in the father, basically saying, look, I know my father promised me that I'm going to have a good win at the end of this pain. I know that my father told me the reason why he sent me down here is because I'm going to redeem what sorrow, sorrow has, has brought to me and my people and, and to the father. I know that the end of the story is going to produce good. I'm going to hold on to that. I'm going to claim that. I'm going to receive that already now in this moment, I'm going to have a good attitude because I know that my promise is going to be good at the end. And that's the joyous trust. That's the good attitude because he has that faith that the end prize and goal is that the father is going to bring about good. And that was what he can trust in. That's what he claimed. And that's what he held on to. And I believe for some of you, you need to be reminded of that. You need to be reminded that I don't know what this means or what this looks like right now. But if I have faith in God, which I do, which I know you do, I, this is what I say for me. God, this stinks. This does not feel good. I don't like it. Pain wants to be like, stop, go away. But I have it. I, I can't help it right now. But you know what? 
I know I have a good father. I know a ser- I serve a good heavenly father in heaven. And I know that he is going to bring about good in this moment. And I'm going to claim it. I'm going to claim my victory because you know why? Because God said so. I can have trust in him. I have total trust in him. I'm going to have trust in him. I'm going to have faith in this, in this situation. And then you, then you start to realize there's the trust because you're, you're, you're choosing to put faith in, in God, even in the moment, just like Jesus, even in that moment at the garden, um, he chose to see beyond the situation and dark times that he was in. He chose joy in that moment. He chose to have a good attitude in that moment. And that's the thing. If Jesus can do it, he expects us to do it. I I can guarantee it. Ooh, that's hard. That's hard. But I want to encourage you that uh, you're not alone. You're not alone because we have the Holy Spirit in us and Jesus is with us. Okay, here's another little note that a tidbit that I want to share with you in this in this chapter to know without a doubt that God is good and and will be good to you no matter what having a joyous trust in him. This is what God desires for us. If we lack joy, then we lack trust. If we lack trust, then we lack love. Love covers a multitude of sin. Sin is the only thing that can separate us from God. Perhaps there is some lack of love in our hearts. Because if we lack love, we aren't allowing it in to cleanse us. Love is the answer here. God's love is what carries joy. I like how Wirt explained it in his book, similar to this. If cake is love, then joy is the icing. Joy and love go hand in hand. I believe once we allow more love to enter in our hearts, then the joy will follow. And with that being said, we will be at ease. Our trust will look more like the joyous trust or to say joyous rest. We will have a peace, a true reliance on God's character. And here's something I want you to to grab hold of. No matter how angry or fearful or fretful or disappointed or even angry at God, even even if you're at your highest peak of rage and anger and and sadness and sorrow, God, his love is steadfast. His character will always remain the same. See, our character fluctuates when something doesn't go our way. We pout, we throw a fit, we maybe even pound on the ground with our fists and our feet. But God's character remains the same. He doesn't easily fret. He doesn't get scared. He doesn't get that angry. Well, I'm sure he does, but he's slow to anger. The the word says he's slow to anger. His heart can be trusted. His intentions are always for the good. You just need to rely and rest in that. Joyous trust, my friends. That's it. That's all I have for you. Before we go, I want to um, I want to show you something I've been working on, and I'm really excited about it. Um, 
I am working on a little study guide to go along with this book. And no, I did not write this book. Um, this book is What Do I Know About My God by Marty Collier. You can find this in Amazon. And I hope you pick this book up because we're going to dive into this book next. But we're going to do it a little bit differently. I have been working on a study guide to go along with this book. And it's mainly um, like a conversation tool, if you will, to bring about some cultivation of your heart and to help produce something good in you. No, I am not affiliated with her. I don't even know her. I just like the book. Okay. Um, but we're going to do this in the season of Lent, which is in March. Um, I'm going to do it something different. I'm going to try to make a little video each day for about 15 or 16 days, which is a good chunk of Lent. Um, just to help cultivate something good in you. That's my hopes anyway. That's my intention. So so stay tuned for that um, in the upcoming weeks. I hope you um, join me for that. And if this has blessed you in any way, please share, subscribe, and hit like and comment what you got out of this. I hope it blessed you anyway. Remember, be embraced. Let God love you. I'll see you on Mondays again and stay tuned for next time. Bye-bye.